Hey folks, welcome to another edition of the Shire Selfers podcast. Jack Clifton is my name behind the mic uh, for this latest edition of the Shire Selfers podcast. We apologize that there was, was no podcast episode last week, but we're up and running again for another edition. We'll be bringing you the latest news and alerts of things that are happening around the church. The Red Shield Appeal is uh, only a couple of weeks away and there's uh, plenty of opportunities that you can get involved uh, with that uh, coming up. We'll tell you all about that. Also, uh, lots of other things happening uh, at the life of our church. As, uh, we continue uh, to roll through the months and uh, we get towards uh, the end of uh, end of May. We're also going to have the sermon from ch- Sunday's church service. Mark Soper was bringing us the word and uh, looking forward to bringing that to you a little bit later on in the podcast. But let's jump into your latest Sutherland Shire. Oh, let's jump into your latest Shire Salvos news and alerts of different things that are happening around the church. Kick it off by letting you know that our church services are happening each and every Sunday up there at uh, 11 Pilliga Place, Bangor. At our Menor location, uh, they are happening uh, each Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. Uh, if you've been at church the last few weeks, you would have uh, known there is uh, plenty of things happening around the Sutherland Shire in regards to the Red Shield Appeal. Uh, this is uh, the 2022 version. There is going to be collection points across the weekend of the 28th and 29th of May. Uh, they're, uh, I guess, allocated into two-hour sections uh, to standing collected location um, in the Shire, or you can set up your own digital door knock. There's been uh, lots of different people around the church that have been doing this. Um, uh, you can do that by heading directly to the website, digitaldoorknock.salvationarmy.org.au forward slash Shire Salvos. Um, or you, if you are interested in some of the collection points, I know there's uh, uh, myself and, and Claire, we're going to be down um, at South Village doing um, some volunteering down there. I think uh, down at Southgate, Sylvania, some other ones around uh, around Miranda, uh, Westfield Miranda and those kinds of things. And in and around Sutherland, uh, there is going to be plenty of opportunities uh, for lots of uh, lots of places to collect. Uh, you can head directly to the website, volunteer.salvos.org.au, or you can uh, use the sign-up sheet on Sunday. Uh, that will be the last uh, chance to do the sign-up sheet at church, uh, obviously because the following uh, Saturday and Sunday will be when the Red Shield Appeal is on. So there is a couple of ways uh, that you can organize there. Alternatively, um, you can also... Um, give up your time, um, uh, dedication, and perhaps even sweat uh, to help raise funds uh, for the Shire Salvos. Uh, Michael Hosking is running the Rec Gym Challenge. That's happening on Sunday, the 29th of, of, uh, of May. A couple of uh, weekends ago, we, we did hear from Michael uh, at church. He spoke about um, what was happening at Rec Gym and uh, the different, uh, I think they're doing some uh, some rowing exercises there and and rowing uh, every uh, every hour uh, for, for the course of 12 hours, something crazy like that. If, if that sounds up right up your alley, then uh, yeah, you can chat to Michael Hosking and uh, you can also sign up using the sign up sheets uh, at church. Uh, but Menai, uh, we're also um, doing Menai Park Run, which is happening this Saturday. So Michelle Wheatley um, is the, the person to speak of uh, in there. There were still a couple of volunteer opportunities uh, as of Sunday, um, but uh, you can contact her directly in the church office. Michelle does all admin and does a fantastic job uh, with that. And she's going to be the one in charge of the Menai Park Run. Uh, good to see a, a couple of people that are really active and passionate about fitness and those kinds of things uh, using their their passion, not just for that, but also their passion um, for uh, for the Salvation Army as well. So plenty of opportunities. And uh, like I said, again, if you're, you're looking to, uh, for some collection points or you want to find out more information, uh, you can head directly to the Salvation Army website, salvationarmy.org.au forward slash shire forward slash red shield appeal, or you can go to volunteer.salvos.org.au to find uh, where some of the collection points will be uh, throughout the Sutherland Shire. 
in regards of some other things and uh, other, I guess, services that are needed um, at the uh, the Shire Salvos, uh, they're in, uh, currently in desperate need of any spare woolies or coal shopping bags that you may have lying around in your pantry or car. So, so these are going to be uh, put to good use for their food hampers that they hand out to the community on a Tuesday and Thursday at our Menai, uh, sorry, at a Miranda location. Um, so you can drop them off either at Menai or Miranda, uh, and you can call those respective uh, offices uh, as well. Menai nine five four three zero four Four eight seven or Miranda nine five four two nine five double zero, or you can email them as well. But we do encourage you to call ahead to check that someone is there to collect them rather than just than just dropping in and dropping off the bags. As I mentioned, we've got the Menai Park Run happening on May the twenty first. Do please get in contact with Michelle Wheatley for that. And we also do have the Rec Gym Challenge happening on the 29th of May. That's all in conjunction with the Red Shield Appeal. At church the last couple of weeks, we have been pushing heavily our mustard Shire Salvos weekend away, and it's fast approaching. It's only a month away now, the 17th to the 19th of June at the Collaroy Centre over there in the beautiful northern beaches. Uh, So the registrations are now open. And we would uh, love for you to join us. Uh, if you want more information, you can uh, direct yourself um, to the church uh, w- w- church website, but also uh, ring the church office as well. Or you can head uh, directly to the Salvation Army website, salvationarmy.org.au forward slash shire forward slash what's on forward slash muster 2022. If that's too much of a, a headache for you, uh, do uh, encourage you just directly to uh, to contact the church and they'll be, uh, be able to uh, direct you as well. We have also got information um, at t- church on Sundays, but uh, it's my first time going to the Master Weekend away. I'm really looking forward to it. And uh, from what I've heard from different people around the church over the last two or three years, it's always uh, a really great time and uh, getting to enjoy uh, an extended period of time with our church family, but also being encouraged uh, by the Word and encouraging our, our brothers and sisters in Christ. So it should be a magnificent weekend there, the 17th to the 19th of June. If you haven't booked, uh, make sure you do and, and put down that date in your diary um, as well. There is also a young adults Bible study that's happening uh, each Monday evening. So some of the young adults um, are meeting every Monday night at 7.30 uh, for Bible study. And if you'd like uh, more to find, uh, if you want to find out more uh, or you want to join uh, or any other questions, you can direct them to Joel Campbell in the church office as well. He's the one uh, running that. Uh, July 11 to July 16, we have the Interstate Basketball and Netball Carnival. That's happening at the Coomera Indoor Sports Centre. Uh, um, I don't need to say too much about this. I know there's plenty of inside jokes about plenty of of uh, guys and girls that have met their future uh, partners and future husbands and wives from these kind of tournaments. But it is a wonderful tournament, especially uh, if you're, you're enthusiastic about ba- uh, basketball or netball and, and like to stay active. Um, we'll have to have a, a bit of a discussion about whether the Shire Salvos are going to be enter- entering in uh, a team up there. Uh, but I know from um, just speaking to people around the church, it is a, a wonderful time away. Uh, July 11 to July 16 uh, at the Coomera Indoor Sports Centre there. And finally, there is a volunteer opportunity uh, within the Shire Salvos, I guess, ministry um, in the uh, in the Drive for Life uh, program. They uh, The Drive for Life is a, a driving training and mentoring program. Uh, it equips young people who are overcoming adversity to obtain their driver's licence and the program removes the barriers and provides a pathway towards positive role models, developing independent life skills, and also improvising, uh, employ- or, sorry, improving uh, employment prospects. So um, yeah, they're looking for someone to support a young person to become a safe and confident driver. Um, we need uh, mentors for, for young people who need support um, in achieving their logbook hours. Um, and it is a wonderful opportunity for you to perhaps give back to the community and give back to some young people that could really use uh, your help. It's a wonderful program and a wonderful initiative at 
Miranda uh, that the Salvation Army uh, is running. Uh, if you want more information about that, please do get in contact uh, with the church office as well. That pretty much wraps up all of the the latest news and different things happening around the life of the church at both uh, Miranda and Menai uh, locations. And as always, you can head to the Shire Salvos website, shiresalvos.org.au. Also the Shire Salvos Facebook page, or you can contact the church office uh, for any more queries you have about anything uh, that we've just spoken about there. What a morning, hey? What a day of celebration. A lot of smiles, a lot of laughter. And there's a couple of other um, mothers or soon-to-be mothers in our midst that'll be get exciting for their day to come. So uh, I want everyone to stand up, take a big <sighs> smell. Yep, stretch. Okay, take it easy. Now take a seat. Take a seat. Now did anyone smell anything particular this morning? Bo. Oh, me? Yes. Uh, no, I've got Beckham, Beckham on, mate, so just so you know. Use it once, once a week on Sundays, yep. I think, where's, where's David Godkin? Now, you can't, you don't have smell, David, so you can't smell anything. <laughs> now, does anyone have a particular fragrance they like to wear? Anyone? Yes? What, what's your fragrance? Sorry? Poem. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. But I don't know about you, but when, when something smells good, it just ca- encaptures you, doesn't it? Okay, now, for the men in the room, we're thinking, oh, yeah, perfume. We're probably thinking, ever go for a walk on a Saturday late afternoon? People, you can feel people's barbecue and meat, that meat aroma that just floods the community. I'm like, yeah. I was thinking of having like a roast on or a slow-cooked meat out the back or anything like this, but no, I didn't do that. Um, But my point being is something happens to us, and they say that our senses, our sense of smell, is the most important sense when it comes to memory, when it comes to memory. And so today we're going to be looking at this particular passage in John 12, 1 to 8, where Jesus is anointed at Bethany by Mary, not Mary, his mother. And we see this, and I want uh, us to have an understanding of what this actually is about. I paint the picture. It's six days before the Passover. The Passover is a a Jewish festival where we celebrate um, the freedom um, from slavery that Moses led God's people out. Um, And we also need to understand that at this time, everyone wanted, uh, the authorities wanted Jesus to capture Jesus and arrest him. Okay. We also, um, they're in Bethany, which is like a suburb or a city just outside the, the, the city of Jerusalem. And who's ever been to the Easter show and it's absolutely packed shoulder to shoulder? Anyone? Okay, picture that. That was Jerusalem at Passover time. So much so that all the other outer, outer suburbs were also flooded with people. So this is where we find ourselves and the story in. And we get to a point in the story where they realize, the disciples, the inner circle, Jesus' inner circle realizes that he doesn't have long left. And they have a banquet, a dinner to honor Jesus. I don't know if you've ever went to a particular dinner that was, it's a celebration, but you actually honored the person. In Australian culture, we'll normally do that by making fun of them. 
um, joking around, taking the mickey out of him. Right at the end, we say, oh, but we love you. Um, but I went uh, for one of my spiritual heroes. She had turned 60, and in her inner circle, about 20, 25 people, we had this intimate setting. We're in this nice place. It was just a table with 20 of her closest friends. And we sat there, and everyone took turns honoring the guest or the person we're celebrating. It was absolutely beautiful. And I can only think that all these people, those closest people together in one room, honoring Jesus for who he was. Don't you think that's beautiful? So that's the picture. That's where we, we, we land. And I want to ask you this question. What does it look like to honor Jesus with your life? I'm not talking about a dinner. What does it look like to honor Jesus with your life? You can share some stuff. What does it look like to honor Jesus with your life? Sorry? To be spirit led, led by Him. What else? He has priority of your life. What else? He's a friend you can always walk to and talk to. Yeah. What else? You make time for him. You make time for others. That's how we honor him. What else? Always be willing to do his will. Be obedient to the calling. And we could go on. And I believe, I have read this story, I would say, hundreds of times. It's one of my things, I just read the, I read the Gospels over and over and over. I think if I can get enough Jesus, understanding of Jesus and who he was and all that in, in me, I think it'll help me live my life. And I was thinking, the more I read this, I believe there's some great examples in this particular passage that show you and I, that encourage you and I, how we can honor Jesus with our life. And one of the first things um, that was brought up to me when I read this, I did this in my devotions a couple of months ago. Um, the first thing that was brought to me is this. We can all honor Jesus in different ways using what we currently have. We can all honor Jesus in different ways using what we currently have. You don't, God doesn't ask us to honor him with something that we don't have. He asks us to honor him with something that we do have. I was thinking of... Um, like the, the youth and all our youth leaders, fantastic youth leaders. One of the best things you'll ever do is invest in young people to come to know Jesus. And I was thinking, you're honoring Jesus by serving. And we see that in Martha. In, um, in the verse, verse 2 it says, Martha served. And I think we can honor Jesus by simply serving with what we have to offer. And for many of us today, I just encourage you, keep serving. And then it goes on, and we, we think, I think in the story when I read, oh, Lazarus, he's so lazy. All those men in that time, they didn't have to do any work. Lazarus was among those reclining at the table with him. So how do we honor Jesus? We give him our undivided focus and attention. We are present. And we make time for Jesus. And when I read the story, I thought he had the easiest task. But actually today... I think we might need more Lazarus. 
I think we need more people that will take time out to sit with Jesus and give him an undivided attention. We honour Jesus by giving him quality time. I did this in my marriage prep with heaps of people. We, you honour your spouse by giving them quality time. Are you with me? And when I read this, I'm thinking, man, God, God I want to honour you. I want to give you some quality time, some deep space, just me and you. And the other thing is we see, and the focus is often on Mary, this is extravagant gift. But she displays how she honoured Jesus this day. She was generous with everything she had. When you are generous with whatever you have, it's a way that we honour Jesus. In 1 Peter 4.10 it says, Each of you should use whatever gift he has received to serve others faithfully, administering God's grace and its various forms. Every single person in this room, every single person in this room has gifts and skills that can honour the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. You have something to offer. Not what you don't have, who you are as a person right now, where you're at right now. You have something to honour Jesus Christ. You have something to give back to this world. And you are called, you are called to use whatever you have to honour Jesus and to make his agenda your agenda for your life. And when I read the story about the, this dinner of honouring Jesus, we can do it through service. We can do it through generous generosity. And we can do it from be simply present and available. The second, this is probably the most challenging part when I read this and, and don't think, I don't ever want people to think I preach at people because you know what, most of the time I'm convicted myself. But the second challenging thing that came out of this was humility and sacrifice is required to honour Jesus. Humility and sacrifice is required to honour Jesus. See, convenient Christianity is not honouring Jesus. Convenient Christianity is not honouring Jesus. It's not true Christianity. Convenient faith is killing the Western church. It's faith when it suits us. And we see in this beautiful story, the humility and sacrifice of Mary. And I think it's a pinnacle. It is one of the greatest displays that Jesus ever received from someone close to him. You know, in Palestine, um, and I think we've come a long way in society from now about women in society, and I think we've got a, still a bit to go. But in Palestine, you were not allowed to have your hair down. So Joe, you wouldn't be able to see, be seen in public with that hair down, okay? But it's okay. It's all good. We've moved on there. Um, but you wouldn't be able to see, have your hair down. And when you were married, you could never again have your hair down in public. It would be seen as, oh, she's not very nice, you know? That stuff. They would think they're worse. And so we had this, this, this idea in Palestine that that was beyond. You just did not do that. And here we have, picture this, here we have her, Mary, Wiping Jesus' feet with her hair. 
It was a sign that I do not care what anyone thinks. I'm utterly devoted to you, Jesus. And then she pours a year's wages of perfume over Jesus' feet, wiping it with her hair. And it was a display, I don't care about the possessions of the world. What I care is honoring you. And you know what it says in Psalm 23, we talk about anoint my head with oil. She didn't anoint Jesus' head with oil. She anointed his feet as a sign that she was a servant to the King of Kings. How be- Do you think that's beautiful? And utter- she did everything that she had. It was what she had to offer. And I read this and I was thinking, Jesus, I don't think I have anything that worthwhile to offer you. I don't think I can offer that extreme thing. I don't have a year's wages sitting around. And, I, and then I just felt like the Holy Spirit says, Mark, the greatest display of humility and sacrificial love you can show me, or we can show Jesus, is a life completely surrendered to him. That is the sacrifice. That is the humility. To surrender your life to the will of of the fathers. And if you truly want to honor Jesus with your life, you have to lay it down. It says in Luke 9, 23, 24, then Jesus said to them, if any of you would come after me, he must deny himself, take up his cross and follow me. For whoever wants to save his life will lose it, but whoever will lose it, lose his life for me, will be saved. In Romans 12, 1, I urge you to offer your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God. I ask myself this question. If people could see my life in every part of my life, would they see someone who honours Jesus with everything they have? Would they see a life of humility and sacrifice? And I'm not talking about being perfect. I'm not talking about being perfect and beating ourselves up and, oh, I'm not worthy, I'm not good. No, I'm not saying that. But a heart's desire to humbly live in a way that honours the King and that honours Jesus with everything that we have. It's challenging, isn't it? Humility and sacrifices is required to honour Jesus. And the third thing is this. When honouring Jesus, you will always have opposition from inside and outside the church. I think about Mark and Julie and David and Sandra, those being executive leadership. I'm thinking, well, they'd have some arrows from time to time, inside and outside the church. When honouring Jesus, you will always have opposition from inside and outside the church. And we see this right here. Mary has done one of the most beautiful, sacrificial, selfless displays of love towards Jesus, and she's criticized for it. Comprehend that. And he says, and Jesus says, hey, 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 you'll always have the poor, but he also says she's done a beautiful thing. And I think at times, have you ever done something right? by people and by God and being criticized for it. Anyone? Yeah? That's called a life of a disciple. 
And we need, to, we need to continue to do that. Sometimes expect it. You know, over the years, um, one thing that we have tried as a church is being more hands and feet. We're not just a Sunday church. We are a seven-day-a-week church. And we're doing more social work than we've ever done in the Shire, helping more people than we've ever done. But you know what? Sometimes you'll still face opposition. We have a number of transitional houses for families um, who have experienced domestic violence or disadvantage in some way that they're needing somewhere to stay, a safe place to stay. And I can remember we, we got some of these houses sorted, but you probably would know this. But we have copped criticism. The first 18 months, we must have copped phone call after phone call. And what people have is the salvers have bought this. They're worrying that this big ghetto is going to happen in their back, not in my backyard. And people are getting their back up and abusive. To the point that we're getting um, trolled online in the salvos. I can remember Lynn coming in one time. She's quite emotional. She's been berated by some guy. To a point that we said, anyone, anyone from that area that calls about our house, I said, just, I will have to speak to them. I can remember sitting at my table with their name, with their number. I thought, Lord, give me your grace because I want to tell them something completely different about what you want me to tell them, you know. <laughs> I wanted to give it to them with both barrels. And God was saying, you must honor them like you would honor me. You will face opposition when you honor Jesus with your life. But it will be the best thing you'll ever do. And today, you know, I can tell you my takeaway. I just want us to have a, a re-look at our life. And we think to ourselves, is there any area in my life that I can honor Jesus more in? And you know the good news. So this has been a challenging message, I know. The good news is this. It's in verse 3. It says, and the house was filled with the fragrance of the perfume. I want to tell you this. Honoring Jesus blesses the whole house. Honoring Jesus blesses the whole house. The fragrance was filled in the house. Honoring Jesus blesses the whole house. If you want your kids to be blessed, honor Jesus. If you want favor, not that I'm saying it's going to be easy, easy on your life, you honor Jesus. I think about Mary. She's put her hair, wiped it over Jesus' dirty feet. And when she left, she would have been reminded of the loving act that she showed Jesus. I think about when Jesus would have left. I'm sure some perfume, a leader, perfume would have spilt over on his garments. And he would have been walking around smelling that aroma. I can only imagine in the house, everyone there would have thought, man, I'm watching something special. I'm not sure what's going on. I'm not sure if I'm with Judas thinking that's a waste or I'm thinking this is a beautiful thing. I'm thinking people outside the house would have smelt the perfume. A bit like that barbecue we spoke about. I'm thinking that people would have been blessed from this sacrificial love. And I want to tell you today that when you honor Jesus with your life, the house, the world in which you live, those closest to you will be blessed. Joel and Jess, when you honor Jesus, which you have and you'll continue to do, your two kids, Finn and Hazel, will be blessed. But your grandparents will be blessed. Your cousins will be blessed. Your parents will be blessed. What will happen is you will be blessed 
and everyone in your world will be blessed. The fragrance of your faithfulness will flood over everyone you come in contact with. And the calling for us is to honor God with what we have. You know, scholars say, I was reading the passage, I'm going to finish. Scholars say that that particular verse in verse 3, where it says, and the house was filled with the fragrance of the, of the perfume, they actually say that they believe that the house, it's not just talking about the, the smell in the house, they're talking about the church, capital C. The church was filled with the fragrance of display of love. And that now, a couple of thousand years ago, we're still talking about this beautiful display of love. Because what Mary outlined, what Mary outlined was a life of honouring Jesus and that we all can honour him in various forms. And today the team's going to come up and they're going to sing a song, but I'd like you to close your eyes. And I simply want to ask you this question. How can I honour Jesus more with my life? Time, gifts and resources. And more practically, don't think, oh, I'm, I'm far, I've got all these things to work on. Think of one thing in your life, one area of your life that you could honour Jesus more. One area, one area of your life. Could be your time, could be your service. Could be your giving. And my prayer is that all of us have something to offer the King of Kings. And that we would leave today knowing that when honouring Him, everyone wins. And your fragrance of honouring Him will flow on and bless others. But you have something to offer. You have something to offer. So as the team plays, I just want you to think about yourself. What's one area in your life that God, the Holy Spirit, that prompting right now in your spirit, what's one area in your life that you can honour Jesus, better honour Jesus? Always great to have Mark preaching the word to us and hope that that was an encouraging word and encouraging message for you. Whatever you're doing this week, whether you're you're struggling with life perhaps a little bit, maybe you're a little bit down, things just seem to be going wrong and you don't know where to turn. I really hope that this can be an encouraging message for you and a reminder that Jesus is always there. He's always in our corner. He's always working in our lives, even when it feels like that He isn't. But even if you're having a great week and you're really enjoying life and you're kicking goals um, at work or at school, at uni, everywhere. We'll be back for a brand new episode next Monday afternoon. But until then, this is Jack Clifton signing off from the Shire Salvos podcast.